14 Sivan, Yud Dalad Sivan, Tzadik, His Praise, 391. The Rebbe once told a story to explain why he revealed so many remarkable teachings and stories and shared so many of his thoughts with us, even though it did not yet seem possible that his words could achieve their purpose. Once there was a king whose only son became so ill that all the doctors despaired of curing him. Meanwhile, a doctor of outstanding wisdom came. The king begged him to try his best to cure the prince. The doctor told him truthfully that the chances of the prince being healed were very remote. However, there was still a means of last resort. If they tried this, there was a very faint possibility that the prince might be cured. But I do not know whether I should tell you what this method is, said the doctor, because it will be very hard indeed to use it. The king pressed him to reveal what the method was. The doctor said, You should know that your son's illness is so critical that it is now quite impossible to give him even a single drop of medicine to swallow. However, there exist certain remedies which are so priceless that a single small bottle costs thousands and thousands of gold pieces. What you have to do is to fill barrels full of these precious remedies and take bucketfuls of these remedies and pour them over your son. Obviously, all these precious remedies will go to waste, but the prince will become very slightly stronger as a result. And it may be that as they pour all this over him, a tiny drop will go into his mouth, and then it may thus be possible for him to be healed. The king immediately agreed and gave instructions to do what the doctor had said, and this was how the prince was healed. The meaning is obvious. It is precisely because we are so crushed by our sickness the sickness of the soul, God forbid, that the tzaddik, the faithful doctor, is forced to pour such priceless remedies over us, even though it would seem that virtually all of them will go to waste. Nevertheless, the sweet scent is absorbed, and in the fullness of time it may be that we will be able to let a drop penetrate our mouths and our inner being. Then there will be some hope for us to be healed, spiritually and physically. His Wisdom, 155. The lesson beginning, one must be very careful always to be joyful on Shabbat, is in Lakutei Moharan 2, 17. This lesson was revealed on a Friday night. The Rebbe began by asking me, Are you joyous on Shabbat? I answered, Ich bin amal frum, I sometimes have trepidation. The Rebbe said, This is not the way. The main thing is joy. He admonished me to be happy, especially on Shabbat. The Rebbe then revealed the above lesson, speaking of the importance of Shabbat joy. At that time in particular, one's fear and stringencies are elevated, but only through such joy. The Rebbe discussed this at length, lecturing us to be in a joyous mood on Shabbat. He said that we should do everything possible to bring ourselves to such joy as recorded in this lesson. The Rebbe said we should buy delicacies for Shabbat. All your income is decreed from the beginning of the year but what you spend for Shabbat and festivals is, is not included in the decree. Beitzah 16a Even a simple family man can make himself happy with tasty foods such as fish and broth. He then said to me, Now you have something to be depressed about. He meant that he had just lectured us to be joyous on Shabbat, and I had not been worthy of such happiness. This made me even more depressed. The Rebbe had actually read my thoughts. As soon as he declared that we must be joyous, I began worrying because I had not attained such Shabbat joy. When the Rebbe said, Now you have something to be depressed about, it actually gave me much comfort and encouragement. 
for it made me realize that I should not worry about rejoicing to the point of becoming depressed. When the Rebbe lectured me about this, I answered, I have a very great desire to be filled with joy on Shabbat. I meant that even if I were not worthy of actual joy, I still had a great yearning for it. The Rebbe had spoken many times about the importance of desire and longing. See his wisdom number 12, number 14, and number 260. The Rebbe called to those around him, Have you heard what he said? He spoke well. The Rebbe also told us to sing many Zemirot and other Shabbat songs. See Tzaddik number 520. He said, Do not pay attention to any obstacles. Others may be sitting at the table and not seem to have any desire to sing. Strengthen yourself and sing with joy. Conduct the Shabbat table in a happy mood. The main thing is Shabbat joy. Redeeming Captives A. 10. When a person feeds the starving, the Holy One saves him from being jailed. 11. One who does not rectify the sins of his youth will be taken prisoner. 12. A person who regularly circumcises children or who regularly provides the food a poor person needs in order to make a meal in honor of his son's circumcision, will be saved from imprisonment. B. 1 and 2. Sexual immorality leads to incarceration or pain in one's legs. A student who, despite being unqualified, instructs others, will also be punished with one of these afflictions, and he will be placed at the mercy of harmful forces. Giving charity is a segula for nullifying these afflictions. 3. Not pleading for mercy for a fellow Jew causes a person to fall into captivity. He can make amends by providing food for some living creature. 4. Marital relations with one's wife on days when it is prohibited causes a person to be in prison. Lesson number 172. Completing what one lacks. 1. Everything that a person lacks, be it children or livelihood or health, is all due to a deficiency in the person himself. For God's light and His bounty are shining upon a person at all times. But a person, because of his involvement in physicality and his evil deeds, creates a shadow for himself so that God's light does not reach him. And this, in turn, is responsible for all that he lacks. Therefore, if a person merits to rectify his deeds and his character traits and to purify his physical nature to the point that he nullifies himself completely and enters the concept of nothing, Having no connection to this world at all, he ceases to create a shadow. He then merits to receive God's light in all its fullness, and he attains all that he lacks. 2. The Torah sages who are associated with this concept of nothingness merit honor, which is the primary manifestation of God's light. 3. When God, and similarly the tzaddik, shows a joyous countenance, this means life and good for the world. The opposite is also true, God forbid. Lesson number 173. 1. The soul and faith are one and the same concept. Now, there exists the world of faith, which is the place from which the attribute of faith is taken, and the world of faith itself also has faith in God. This latter faith is the root of all faith, it is the inner essence of faith, and it is also the inner essence of the soul. Now, when a person writes, he puts his soul into his writing, as in, I put my soul into the writing. Shabbat 105a. Therefore, by looking at a person's writing, the true tzaddik can know about that person's soul, his soul's inner essence, his faith, and the root of his faith. The words that a person speaks with the true tzaddik, however, are at a higher level than his writing. 
This is because writing is only an activity of the soul, whereas speech is the soul itself. Therefore, from a person's speech, the tzaddik can actually see the essence of the soul itself. Lesson number 174. 1. When strict judgments beset a person, God forbid, those who pray for him should not mention his name explicitly, so that the judgments do not rise up against him even more, God forbid. See Barachot 34a, Magen Avraham on Arachayim 119 stories, the master of prayer. The wealthiest ones, who were their gods, were all the more ashamed. The inferior ones, who were considered beasts, were also ashamed for feeling inferior because of their lack of wealth. Now it was revealed that wealth is the main thing of which to be ashamed. This was because the foods had the special power that anyone who ate them would become extremely repulsed by money, and to him it would have a stench like excrement and filth. They then cast away their gods of silver and their gods of gold. Isaiah 2.20 The mighty warrior then sent for the master of prayer, who gave them a means of repentance and rectification, and thus purified them. The king ruled over the entire world. The whole world returned to God and occupied itself only with Torah, prayer, repentance, and good deeds. Amen. May this be his will. Blessed be God forever. Amen and Amen. Nussan's Letters, Year 1. Letter number 172. I do not know what to write you. I found more than ten letters waiting for me here from Breslov, and also from you, my dear son, from Tulchin. The bitter laments they contain, you know better than I. God have mercy. I was already at the Rebbe's holy gravesite yesterday, also in the mikvah, and thank God they did not kill me. I did not even get hit with a single rock, God forbid. I was in Zlatopolia as well, where I prayed the morning prayers and was in the mikvah. I got out of there safely too. While in the mikvah in Uman, someone tried to take Reb clothes and destroy them. He was caught in the act and was stopped. Who can relate God's miracles and great kindnesses that appear within the sorrow itself? Who can declare his mighty and awesome acts? For thank God we have survived thus far. I trust in God that he will never ever leave or abandon us and that he will save us from our troubles. Our holy and awesome Rebbe of blessed memory will certainly finish everything the way he wants to. As he said, I have finished and I will finish. I hope to God that I will soon come to Breslov, but I am staying here a little longer in order to go to the Rebbe's holy gravesite to express myself there before God and also to give our companions from Breslov a chance to come and meet me, as I already wrote you. If it is possible for you too to come here right away, so much the better. I do not have time to continue. It is time for the morning prayers, and I am presently very busy. May God have mercy on me and on all of you, and may He soon have us rejoice in His salvation. Even now, as I tearfully write this letter, I do so amidst joy, that within such a hiddenness of hiddenness, we are able to know about the point of pure truth, who is our life eternally. For this world is nothing but vanity, and our lives are like a fleeting shadow. Many days and months of this winter have already flown by with all that it has brought us. And what have our opponents accomplished through, through their evil? They conceived evil and gave birth to falsehood and have added to their own hellfire. A raging hot wind is their inheritance. But on us... God has had compassion and has rescued us from people who have fallen so into error that they tear up holy, awesome books such as these and desecrate them so, and who inform upon and spill the blood of righteous people such as these. Without a doubt, 
not a single drop of our blood that they have spilled, or a single Jewish coin that they have had confiscated has been lost. Without a doubt, they are among those who go down and never come up, while God's loving kindness will shine upon us. Without a doubt, this is all atonement and forgiveness for our sins. For God knows that we walk with true simplicity, the way our sages of blessed memory taught us. We must joyfully accept the past as, as atonement, and we must cry out to God over the future that He will ask, act for the sake of His great name and rescue us from them. May God hear our prayers and our pleas and say enough to our suffering. May He soon have us rejoicing in His salvation. Nassim of Breslov Reb Nachman of Tulchin sends his greetings. It really uplifted me to find him here safe. It is all God's salvation and wonders. Every minute of every day I see the Rebbe's holy words. Amidst suffering you gave me relief. The Kutei Moharan 1, 195. And those words are keeping me alive Nelson's right letters, now. Year 2. Letter number 419. While the Rebbe revealed his paths of encouragement and advice explicitly, and it is necessary to have faith in his words and to fulfill them straightforwardly. The essence of his encouragement must be understood from a distance by means of these hints, in particular the hints about the enormous greatness and power of the Elder of Holiness, the Elder of Elders, in whose shade we take shelter. For it is from him that we understand the greatness of the Fashioner of Creation and his enormous loving-kindness that is absolutely without limit. I have already spoken about all this extensively, but beyond this, a person must strive to understand these hints, and they are without limit or end. So now you will understand anew that there is no such thing as despair, and that even I, you, and all of us must strengthen ourselves with a great boundless joy every day, especially on days of joy, and even more so on Purim. Ashrenu, Ashrenu, happy are we that we merit to write words such as these, which emanate from the hints within the sea of wisdom, and through which one merits an illumination of yearning during eating, provided that one is not a shlomazlnik, a loser. This is for me the whole underlying meaning of Purim. For the subjugation of Amalek, may his name be obliterated, was accomplished by, and when Moshe lifted his hands, Israel would win. Meaning, when Israel looked upward toward heaven, Rosh Hashanah 29a. In other words, Moshe, our teacher, raised up his hands and hinted to Israel that they should look upward. Amalek is an extremely tough klipa. It includes all the other klipot and the entire other side. And when Amalek spreads himself out and makes war with Israel, it is impossible for the tzaddik to speak and to rebuke Israel directly. Rather, he lifts up his hands and hints to them, Look upward! God is still with you. The whole world is full of His glory. The page is coming to an end, and time is short so it is impossible to continue. This will suffice for now. You also received this letter because of my desire to have you send money to Reb Nachman quickly. Were it not for this matter, I would not have dreamed of writing you a letter today. Therefore, do not allow the celebration of Purim to prevent you from sending the money and the letter, as I requested above. To the contrary, through this you can celebrate and rejoice with the song that Reb Nachman, may he live, is singing there. Rose of Yaakov, merriment and joy and merit to perform this mitzvah on Purim. The words of your father, Nassim of Breslov. Really and truly, be happy. Names of Tanaim and Amoraim, Taf. Tauni, Rabbi Tadai, Todos Ishromi, Tutai, Bar Tutani, Rabbi Tuma or Rabbi Tema Bar Papius, 
Rabbi Tachlifa, Avua, and some say Achua, the Rav Nechoza, Rav Tachlifa Bar Avdimi, Rav Tachlifa Bar Avimi, Rav Tachlifa Bar Avchista, Rav Tachlifa Bar Avina, Rav Tachlifa Avua de Rav Huna, Rav Tachlifa Bar Ma'arava, Rav Tachlifa de Kisrin, Rav Tachlifa Bar Gaza, Rav Tachlifa Bar Shmuel, Rav Tachlifa Bar Barchana, Rabbi Tachlifa Chamui de Rabbi Chama, Rabbi Tachlifa Chamui de Rav Acha, Rabbi Tachlifa Chamui Shel Rabbi Abahu, Rav Tachlifa Bar Emo, Rabbi Tachlifa, Rabbi Tachna, Abba Tachna, Ben Tema, Rabbi Tema Bar Papayas, Rabbi Tanchum Bereder Rabbi Chia Bar Abba, Rabbi Tanchum Berabbi Chia, Rabbi Tanchum Bar Chia Ishkfar Ako, Rabbi Tanchum Dekfar Ginan, Rabbi Tanchum Bar Yehuda, Rabbi Tanchum Bar Chanilai, Rabbi Tanchum Bar Eli, Rabbi Tanchum de Min Noi, Rabbi Tanchum Bar Ami, Rabbi Tanchum de Min Parvad, Rabbi Tanchum, Rabbi Tanchum Bar Achia, Rabbi Tanchum Bar Mari, Rabbi Tanchum Bar Marion, Rabbi Tanchum Bar Papa, Rabbi Tanchum Miyoshve Adriria, Rabbi Tanchum Batsruria, Rabbi Tanchum Bar Hanina, Rabbi Tanchum Bar Yirmia, Rabbi Tanchum Berebi, Chatanei de Rabbi Simlai, Rabbi Tanchum Halavlar, Rabbi Tanchum Bar Iskulastila, Rabbi Tanchum Bar Abba, Rabbi Tanchum Bar Abba Hadarshan, Rabbi Tanchuma, Rabbi Tafriers 2. Prayer number 5. Please, Hashem, what can we say? How will we speak? What troops will we muster to support our words? What shall we say before you who dwells in the heights? What shall we relate before you who reside in the heavens? You know all things, hidden and revealed. My King and my God, I will pray to you. I prostrate myself before you. I have raised my eyes to you who dwell in heaven. I have no instruments, words, thoughts, or that which is beyond thoughts, in which to clothe the narrative of the many and intense troubles of my soul. I yearn for you like an animal of the field, like a crane and a swallow I chatter. I have moaned like a dove. My eyes are raised to the heights. Hashem, rescue me. Pledge yourself to me. I will cause my sleep to flee because of the bitterness of my soul. I stand before you as I am. My only hope is the prayers and pleas that you graciously allow me to pray and plead before you until I attain complete salvation and return to you in truth, emerging from dimness to light, from grief to joy, from darkness to a great light, so that I will truly be in accordance with your will. Hashem, my God, and God of my fathers, you are full of compassion, salvation, and rescue, mercy, and graciousness, and goodness. Hashem is good to all, and His compassion rests upon all of His works. Help me from now on. Guard me and rescue me so that I will no longer sin. Rescue me from ever experiencing a nocturnal emission. May I not fantasize by day, which leads to uncleanness at night. Keep your servant clear of willful sins. May they not rule over me. Then I will be whole and cleared from great iniquity. In your compassion, help me always be joyful. For the month of Nisan. Help me draw the holiness of the month of Nisan, the head of the months, unto myself and unto the entire Jewish people. Just as in Nisan you took your nation, the Jewish people, out of the exile of Egypt, the nakedness of the land, which is the blemish of the covenant, so too in your vast compassion, Save me and redeem every Jewish soul in every generation, every year. Rescue all of us in the power of the holiness of this month, the head of the months, the first month of the year, the holy month of Nisan, 
the redemption and salvation of Israel. By means of this, may we all truly attain the redemption of the soul. Redeem us and our souls quickly from the well of destruction, from the deep mire. Bring us out of the depths of the sea. Rescue my poor soul from the blemish of a nocturnal emission, heaven forbid. May I never stumble in this sin, I and my offspring and the offspring of your nation, the house of Israel, from now and forever, neither unintentionally nor intentionally, neither under duress nor willingly. Our Father, our King, have mercy on us. Our Father, our King, have pity and compassion on our children and infants. Help us draw the holiness and joy of Nisan onto the entire year. May we always be joyful and always bring laughter and joy, might and gladness to all of the holy angels. May they have beauty and splendor, might and gladness in their place throughout the entire year as in the month of Nisan. May our joy always strengthen the holy angels. May the holy angels always gain might and intensity. May the power of the demons and the husks be eradicated. May they not draw any energy from the holy flow of abundance that descends to us. May our food and drink be purified. As a result, may we be rescued from the uncleanness of a nocturnal emission, heaven forbid. May we always be holy and pure. In your truth, teach us and guide us. In accordance with your truly good will, teach us the ultimate truth of how to fast.